Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, the podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. That's the sound guy, Joe. All right. That's the patients in the background. And joining us today are the president and the former president of the, Patrick? Bad Movie Appreciation Club. This is Blue. Hello, I'm Blue. And this is Brent. Hello there. Hi. That's a that's a Star Wars reference. It is. I try to do that every time I join it's a server. It's literally like we're in Discord servers and people will join the Discord server and like almost without fail for like a solid few months every single time. Hello oh, there. And then still somebody listen. else always General Kenobi. Listen, it's a good bit. It's a good it's, bit it and good I'm bit. glad the prequels aren't the greatest but that is my favorite like trilogy of Star Wars. But today, what are we talking about, guys? Like, we, what's what's the general scope of this episode? We will be talking about some bad movies that are very near and dear to my heart, and to Brent's heart, too. Um, we have some good ones. Well, no, we don't. We, we have some have good, bad, bad ones. ones, and some um, bad, bad ones. Yes, we have some animated <laughs> bad... Well, we have one animated bad movie that I want to touch on. Okay. Um, we're going to be talking about bad video game movies, because I know yeah. that you want to talk about Street Fighter. I do. Oh, man. Yes. And <laughs> oh, man. we're, of course, going to talk about The Room, because how could you not how if we're talking about yeah. bad movies? It's but mandatory. And we got to talk Mario as well. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So before we like di- uh, dive in, do you want to tell our listeners what your uh, club is about? Yeah, of course. Um, we're a club here. Uh, can, can I say the school? Yeah. yeah. Man. Okay, yeah, cool. man. <laughs> we're a club here at FGCU. Um... I, of course, am the president, as they said earlier. Uh, we just sit around and watch bad movies every week. Um, it's a very chill environment. I've been trying to get in-person bad movie showings, but that's a lot harder than you may think, uh, trying to schedule in-person movie showings at the school. So we haven't done those yet. So how do you guys do it? Like, what do you guys do exactly? Like, give, give the details so... Uh, if some people from camp is listening, okay, they want to join. You know, like what? Yeah, where do they go? Uh, well, we just have a Discord server. Um, I could send you guys the link. Yeah, after. man. Yeah. Um, and we just on Saturday nights at eight o'clock, we get into one of the voice channels, and I put on a bad movie on Discord. On Discord. Okay, okay. And we sit there and we watch it and we have a good time. Um, I also made a bingo card so we can play bingo to follow along with the with the bad movies. Uh, right, what are some of the things on this bingo? Yeah, for how does that work? Uh, like okay, horrible sound design, <laughs> uh, like <laughs> shooting oh. shooting uh, day for night where they like go out during the day because it's like easier, and then they just make it blue so it looks like it's nighttime. Um, we also have. Ooh, Brent, do you remember what we have? Oh, there's one that you put on there that is just the number 23 shows up, but <laughs> that's just random. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a random one by me. Um, I'm trying to think. There's like really Does that happen often? No. The number 23? No. I <laughs> just put it in there because it's funny. Oh, I'm trying to think. There's inconsistent powers and abilities, like inconsistent oh, yes. science. Okay. Uh, someone survives something they shouldn't. That's oh. like really freakishly common, <laughs> surprisingly. There's just something that happens and you go, oh, that person didn't need to survive this. Right. Right. Pointless explosions. Oh. Okay. Just like stuff blowing up so everywhere. So every Michael Bay film. Yeah. Okay, if gotcha. we ever watch Transformers, oh my god, <laughs> it's over. B- instant bingo. When we were watching Batman and Robin, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember if it was you no, or someone else. It was someone, my roommate. Well, yeah, your roommate got every single square in the car. <laughs> it was oh in gosh. I got almost every single square. It was a crazy movie. We could talk about Batman and Robin. I would love if to talk you want. About we can start and with Robin. that. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we'll, we'll ask you guys. Do you guys have an Instagram? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Great. We'll we'll do we'll do the plugins at at the end then. Okay. So yeah, let's let's dive right into Batman and Robin. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, Perfect. Batman and Robin is a movie. <laughs> it, <laughs> is a movie. <laughs> it is a movie. It is a movie. You're right. <laughs> is about superheroes and Arnold is in it. The Terminator. Yes. Um. He plays Mr. Freeze, mm-hmm. and he makes a lot of puns about Everybody the cold weather. They're makes very ice. A lot of puns yes. about everything. Yes, that's I, true. I think it's very cool. That is <laughs> okay. That uh. is very cool. We're starting. <laughs> we're starting with this. Already. Oh, that's yeah. That's where it's, he's gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really Patience is just staring at him. <laughs> the dead stare. So, what, the do head. You, what do you want to say about uh, Batman and Robin then? Like what's, what's the what's the deal with it? Unpopular opinion. I like Batman and Robin. I thought it was a what? good movie. I Why? I kind of liked it too. It I didn't. I most of the time I'd rather have not paid attention. <laughs> but I think it is gold. 
Yes, me too. Me and Brent were talking about this yesterday in preparation for the show. I think that Batman Robin has a lot of potential because it's campy, right? And it's it doesn't seem like it's taking itself too seriously. So uh-huh. I thought it was funny because I'm gonna just issue a general spoiler warning for every movie that we're gonna yeah, be talking whatever. about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> At the end of the movie, it's nighttime. Mr. Freeze has frozen the entire city of, mm-hmm. I don't wherever the hell they are. Is it not Gotham? It, oh, yeah. It, I haven't yeah. seen this in a while. <laughs> Probably it's Gotham. Gotham. Okay. Gotham. Yeah, because it's a Batman movie. And, I um, want to talk about Gotham in a bit, but keep going. Okay. So the entire city's frozen, and they're like, oh, well, when the sun comes out, it'll be fine. But caveat all the people need to be unfrozen in like five minutes, or they're going to die or something. Right. But it's nighttime. So what are they to do? So they get a giant space mirror, I think. I think it's like a whole a, network of space mirrors. <laughs> yeah, to like redirect the sun from around the earth to just shine it across Gotham. And it works. And then they're like, all right, goodbye, Mr. Freeze. And It and isn't just goodbye, Mr. Freeze. It's Mr. Freeze, you are a good person. You can be redeemed uh-huh. through saving Alfred. And then, oh yes, yeah. That's that's the ending. Is him saving Alfred, saving Alfred? I guess for his freedom, basically. He's still at Arkham Asylum, but the last shot is him in his suit at Arkham Asylum, about to kill or torture Poison Ivy. It is insane Great. that they left him in his suit at Arkham, at Arkham Asylum. Asylum. Like that place is made of cardboard. I mean, he oh, needs <laughs> he needs it, it really to survive, is. doesn't he? It doesn't his version need Bane it to survive? Oh yeah. In. Bane Bane strolls up. Um, Is Bane in the movie? Bane is in the movie. Oh my gosh. Oh, it is Um, the best cinematic take on Bane. And by that, I mean that extraordinarily facetiously. I I am trying to search it up. I want to see this. Yeah, he's just there. He's looming behind every bad guy. And then in any scene, a bad guy has like a monologue. He just repeats the last word that they say or one of the words that they say. Yeah, it's very much a call and response sort of deal. Yeah, so like uh, Mr. Freeze will be like, and I'm going to freeze the whole city and get rid of that. That bat, and then Bane will just go, bat. <laughs> <laughs> so he's really playing the dumb brute. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. He looks like a terrible. He looks like a BDSM uh, <laughs> um, Mexican wrestler. Yeah. yeah that's what yeah. he looks like. Yep. yep. Oh man, this is terrible. And this is how Poison Ivy gets introduced too, because the Bane, not not the Bane, just Bane. The Bane. He um. He gets turned into, you know, the super guy. Yeah. And then Uma Thurman is there. I, I don't remember what her actual <laughs> name is. I'm just going to say Uma Thurman is there. Poison Ivy? Yep. Po- well, no, because it's pre-Poison oh, Ivy. Oh, Pamela Isley. Pa- yes. Okay. So Pamela's there, and she's... I also forget the scientist's name. This is oh, Dr. Woodrow. The yes. guy who just starts going on about, like, oh, I'm really bad at taking rejection, so, so <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid you. I'm going to have to kill yeah, you now. I'm afraid you'll have to die. And then... Um, Hey, man, I can't get a date, so F you. He (laughs) knocks over a bunch of science stuff onto uh, onto Uma Thurman, and then she turns into Poison Ivy. And she can kill people by kissing them. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Mm. It is very mm. much like one of those movies that you would definitely see in, like, a college film class. Mm -hmm. Just talking, like, dissecting humanities and all that. Because it's very much like Poison Ivy is this very... uh, very like supposed to be empowered, but more so just sexual character. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, supposed to be like seductive and all this stuff, but it doesn't really work with her, with her outfit. I rem- the the only scene that really sticks out to me is that kiss between uh, Ivy and Robin. Yeah, oh. I think that that's a good scene. And he takes rubber out lips. like what? Yeah, rubber, rubber lips. lips. Rubber lips. What? R- I what? think I okay in the in the bounds of the movie, I think it's clever. I did come up with one reason why it wouldn't be clever, and that is if Uma Thurman kisses... Oh, sorry. Poison Ivy. <laughs> yeah, whatever. If, if Poison <laughs> Ivy kisses Robin, yep. she could just, like... Like, the rubber lips doesn't matter because she can just, like, have some spit prepared or whatever. Right, yeah. Right? <laughs> no, yeah. Is something funny about that, Brent? I'm just <laughs> thinking that... It kind of brings to mind something I was thinking about with the whole campiness of this movie is mm-hmm. that normally with like a good camp movie, like let's take Rocky Horror as an example of a good <laughs> camp movie. You've got people like Dr. Frankenfurter who are mm. the camp humor, but you've also got people like Brad mm-hmm. who's boring enough that they're the straight man. There is no straight man in Batman and Robin. Right. You have scenes with Alfred where he's reminiscing about, oh, I'm dying. Ah. And you have those scenes with him and Bruce Wayne and Bruce being like, ah, 
Robin. I, I'm having problems with Robin. He's just being an uppity teenager now. And all of that's the serious part. Then we veer right in here into Uma Thurman and Rubber Lips. There is uh-huh. no in-between. It is everyone is a joke or everyone is dead serious. How, yes. how the hell are you going to take a Batman seriously if you see his nipples? You don't just see his nipples. You well, see you know his what I mean. Ass. Like, well, I'm, you see everything. I'm talking about bat nips, bro. Well, bat the, bat, the, the bat nips are crazy. The bat nips are fantastic. <laughs> yeah. We get a zoom in on the bat nips in like the very first scene of yeah. the movie. Oh, we get a zoom in on every oh, yeah. first scene of the movie. It's literally just the repetitive, same exact zoom on everything that they do. Yes. They grab a weapon, zoom in. <laughs> <laughs> they turn around, zoom, zoom in, in on the butt. They turn around, <laughs> zoom in on the legs. It's supposed they, to be epic, Patrick. But it's like zoom. It's 50 shots of just zoom. <laughs> And that's the opening shot. Yes. Yeah, this is before our first word of dialogue in oh, this movie. Man. And mm-hmm. then the first exchange just seals the deal. You know, this is bad. Uh, How's what? the choreography? What's your opinion on the choreography? Oh, the fighting? Yeah. It's <laughs> get hit, fall down. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like standard <laughs> pow. Yeah, it's very much okay. 60s Batman in that regard. Okay. Wh- which, again, contributes to my enjoyment of the movie. Because <laughs> it's like 60s it Batman. It's just creative. silly. Mm-hmm. Some of it is very creative. Like, I love uh, Robin playing hockey with the gem oh with everybody God. else. Yeah. Just like, and then just turns around and bashes all of them as if he couldn't have done that in the first place five minutes ago. Which, which Robin is this? Is this Dick? Chris O'Donnell, which I think it's Dick Grayson. Okay. Like, before Nightwing. And we're just introducing right. Batgirl in this movie. Something I yeah, want to talk right. about uh, before Batgirl, Gotham itself. Yeah, I just want to say, I I love the concept of taking Gotham literally in this movie <laughs> because they're kind of just the Batman cult. Um, like every time they, uh, the environmental girl, Poison Ivy, before she becomes Poison Ivy, walks up and she's like, hey, go look at all you're doing, blah, 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 blah. And this lady comes up and goes, oh, don't worry. If anything goes wrong, we have Batman and Robin to save us. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? Since and that when? happens multiple times in the movie where Gotham's just like, we're okay. We have Batman and Robin. <sighs> Batman can do anything, up to and including saving the environment. Don't forget since, his credit card. Since his bat credit when? Card, yeah. Since when do Gothamites actually appreciate Batman? You know? They, this they one, don't. they appreciate him a little too yeah. much. It's yeah. kind of a cult. Oh, boy. So I mean I think I think the best part of the movie is Arnold. Oh yeah, is is Mister Freeze. Oh absolutely. You can't like I think he makes the movie. I think that would be the only reason why I'd watch it again. The scene at the end. I know you uh, mentioned it earlier. Mm. The scene at the end where they're in Arkham Asylum and Mister Freeze is like really imposing on Poison Ivy. That's a really good scene for me. It is kind of it, a little it's menacing because he's just yeah. glowing in the dark. And he's pissed. <laughs> he's so mad. And I wish that that were in a better movie because that scene <laughs> belongs in a better Honestly, movie. Honestly, the, the character Mr. Freeze, like what happens to him and character Poison Ivy and what she does to Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. is fantastic. Mm-hmm. However, the execution of it, <laughs> not mm-hmm. so much. What yeah. happens, great. Why it happens, horrible. a little less great. Yeah. All right, well, that's a good icebreaker right there to start the show. <laughs> now let's move on to uh, the next pick. Do you want to take it, Brent? Uh, sure. Um, if we're talking about the next pick and we're going into the classics of the bad movie canon, sure. I'd say Batman and Robin's kind of like, you know, your surface level. This is like right. the very beginning. But if we're talking about the greats, we have to talk about The Room. All right, we're Perhaps jumping in. the greatest <laughs> bad movie ever. That made. also starts with an ass shot. <laughs> it starts with way more. Is that than is that, that one of the things in the bingo? Yeah. Um. No. It's I don't be. think so. It's got to be now. You should it should it. Be. Put it in. Put it in. <laughs> you should update it. All right. The room. Go ahead. So I have to say, the room is kind of a difficult film to get a hold of because <laughs> the only way you can legally get this movie is to go onto the director Tommy Wiseau's website and mm-hmm. then buy Wiseau. his. Yes. Wiseau. Wiseau. Oh. Yeah. I think he always messes up the pronunciation because he did like a video where he's like... Does he mess up his own name? Yeah, because he's playing the <laughs> Joker. And then I think he goes, Wazzo. <laughs> he like changes it every he single time. He plays the Joker. Oh, yeah, you haven't it's seen such that. such a beautiful... He plays the I, I Joker. I quote that every single day. We, we both quote that a lot. What doesn't kill you make you stranger. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wait, that's it's an audition that's tape. Him. It's an oh, audition tape. I I'm know just about the this head one. of the curve. And then he does the whole interrogation scene and the Dark Knight as the Joker. And watching him and then watching Keith Ledger 
<laughs> Brilliant. Well, you know how Heath Ledger has his arms like shackled in that scene. <laughs> Tommy doesn't. No. Yeah. Tommy's no. very. He's expressive very expressive. With his hands. <laughs> Okay, so what do you want to say about The Room? First of all, what is The Room for people who don't know? So The Room is the simple story about a man named Johnny. Mm-hmm. He's engaged to his soon-to-be wife, Lisa, and they seem to have a very happy man- uh, marriage. Marriage, yeah. Um, t- Johnny works at the bank. Um, he also has a close friend named Mark who's now having an affair with his fiance Lisa. Mm. Um, this is the main plot of the movie, but don't worry, we have enough subplots if that's not enough for you. Because <laughs> um, we have, I think there's like some weird subplot about Claudette, who's like Lisa's mom finding someone's underwear on her couch and she gets very mad about someone's underwear being on her couch. There's like Denny. I mean, I would too. Yeah. yeah, I'd be mad about that. That's fair. Is it is it a movie plot worth mad though? It's not. It's like well, one scene. Well, <laughs> you know, it depends, I guess. Like, go ahead. Then we have the, the infamous breast cancer subplot where Claudette confesses, I, I have to tell you, I, I have breast cancer. Never mentioned. That is the yeah, only mention of her having breast one. cancer in the whole Just movie. Just because. Just because. Okay. We've got Denny, who's, like, fawning over Johnny the whole movie, and then mm. gets, like, into some, like, weird drug habit problem. And then it all comes into a head when Johnny finds out the affair is going on, and Lisa's trying to manipulate him to keep the marriage going on, but really she doesn't love him anymore, and she's going away with Mark. And right. it is, like, a soap opera if no one knew how to act. <laughs> <laughs> That's soap operas in general. Okay. So what, what's your take on The Room then? Why is it bad? There is so much I could say about <laughs> The Room. I could go down into the little details about how if you look really closely, every single picture frame has a photo of a spoon. Really? Uh, yes. That's why um, if you go to a live showing of The Room, everyone throws plastic spoons in the air. There are live showings? Yes, there are live showings. Um, people, I need to go. It's like, again, Rocky Horror. People throw spoons. They toss footballs back and forth. They walk out during some scenes because they're extraordinarily long. This is awesome. It is interesting. And Tommy actually shows up for Q&As at these movies. So I would love to go to one of them and see Tommy in person talk about the room. Can I recommend well, something? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Badger, but uh, I, want, I want to say you this. You go. You go. Can you guys please do whatever you need to do to set up a, like, a live viewing of the we. room? Like, like on the library lawn. <laughs> we want to so Can bad. you please just get a giant screen or something and do this? Maybe Tommy will just show up. <laughs> I think, honestly, it's possible. Tommy would be in on it. So I think if, we, chance. if we politely told Tommy, he'd probably go, oh, yeah, sure. I'd love to come to the movie. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll totally come. All right, so go so ahead. So you show Patrick. up to one of these Q&As. You got Tommy Wiseau right in front of you. What's that question you're asking? Uh, Tommy, can you please come to FGCU? Yeah, right. <laughs> we can give you boardwalk burgers. <laughs> oh, oh no. my gosh. His favorite meal. His new favorite meal. Yeah. Okay, so what else? Oh, my gosh. There's so much more I can dive into here, but... I you want, think do you want to, what's your favorite line of the movie? My favorite line, oh my gosh. I can quote the entire <laughs> rooftop scene. I did not hit her. It's not true. I did it's not bullshit. hit her. I, I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, oh hey, hi, Johnny. Mark. What's up? Oh, <laughs> I'm having problems with Lisa. She says I hit her. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I knew a Mark, right? <laughs> I did. Uh, in Back in Miami, that's where I'm from, I knew a Mark. And every time, like, he comes over to, like, hang out with, you know, whoever we're with, no matter what, he, d- he doesn't know about the room, oh, which, no. makes his, which makes us better. I always say, oh, hi, Mark. He just looks at me, and, I'm, and he just says, hi. <laughs> Clueless as ever. No, hey, Johnny, what's up? Nothing like that. No, no, but I know. You, in your I heart know. and in your mind. <laughs> and you I know. think it's funny. I have a bit yeah. of an anecdote. Um... I guess it's more of Brent's anecdote, but whenever we go back to his dorm, oh, no. mm-hmm. he opens the door and he goes, "Hey, everybody!" <laughs> just like, just like Tommy. I almost said Johnny. Um, well, you would be right. I would have been right. Yeah. And then whenever we leave, I've been trying to do this more. Whenever we leave, we go bye. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen clips of the room, and most of it, like you know how usually in movies. They don't, like, have the audio straight from the actual shoot. They, like, voice over mm-hmm. or whatever. You can totally tell the difference when you, like, really look and listen, like, look at the lips. Tommy's, like, whole lip-syncing thing is terrible. He hardly ever moves his mouth when he's talking. That's also on the bingo card. Really? Yes. Bad <laughs> lip-syncing? That happens so often. Mm. 
<clears throat> it's very fun whenever it happens because you can tell <laughs> instantly, oh, someone sat down in a booth and recorded this, mm-hmm. much like what we're doing right here. Right? Yes. And knowing these movies, it's definitely like some audio engineer wasn't really checking levels. <laughs> they recorded the whole scene with him as Mike like peeking, so they had yeah. to go back and do it again. <laughs> so what else? What else do you want to say about the room? Anybody? All right. I think the really interesting <clears throat> part is how... I can see the bare bones of this not being a terrible movie. If, right. you w- mm-hmm. if we want to tool around some of this, it could work. And I know Tommy, I think, had some experience in theater before, sure. and, like acting. I think there was like an Urban Outfitters commercial that <laughs> might have been pre The Room. But everything is just slightly off. It's that you take a bunch of interesting concepts and then just make them slightly off. Like the Uncanny Valley, if you know about like robotics and stuff mm-hmm. like that, of like there's the It Comes So Human like. It's off, mm-hmm. and everything is off here, but it's often just the right way that it's funny. Right. So I think that's an interesting case because I've read a bunch of takes on the room, and I think one person was saying that I forget his name, but he wrote a book called The Bad Movie Bible, and he said that you can't say <coughs> anything else or anything new about the room without saying why it's a good movie, <laughs> and that if you look into like the depths of the worst movies, the room doesn't even come close to the worst movie I've ever seen because I can actually enjoy watching The Room. Right. And yeah. there's a character I can root for, and I do feel bad for Johnny at the end of the movie. I oh, mean, um, speaking of characters, we never even mentioned Chris R. Oh my gosh, Chris R., the only actually good actor in the movie. The, okay, the reason why he's actually good, so for, for those who don't know, Chris R. shows up for not very long, I don't think, in the movie. I'm not even remembering who this is. Yeah, because he barely even shows up. <laughs> he, I think he only shows up to ask someone for their money. Denny. Denny, yeah, yes, Denny for his money. I don't want to say the line because because there is some cursing in it. Uh, are we allowed to curse on this show? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Cool. I'll bleep it out. So <laughs> you'll bleep it out. So Chris R comes in and he's like, I need my f- money, right? <laughs> and then um, the reason why Chris R sounds so angry in that scene, if you ever watch the movie for yourself, is because they did all of his lines and then they told him to go and then they were like, hey, we need you to do it all again. So he came back. <laughs> And he was pissed. So he came back, did it all again in, like, one take, and then left again. So he was like, give me my f***ing money! Yeah. Did it, do yes. you think that improved his performance? Yes! 100%. Okay. Yes, because he, he was supposed to be mad in the scene, and he was actually mad for real. <laughs> the Notoriously, the production of The Room was horrible for everybody that was right. involved. Um, except for Tommy. I guess. I mean, this even is, for Tommy, wasn't yeah. isn't this his movie? Like he written it, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. act starred in it, and produced it or whatever, directed it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure this is like his baby right now. Yeah, so he he made sure that everything went smoothly, uh, come hell or high water, uh-huh. quote unquote smoothly. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's very big quotes. <laughs> I mean, that smoothly. yeah, <laughs> it's it technically got a sequel. I mean, the Disaster Artist, yeah. right? It's all mm-hmm. about making the room, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's actually how I got into the room. Cause really, I, I had a close friend named Nick, and this was before I knew anything about bad movies. Okay, and the Disaster Artist was just coming out. And he was like a fan of James Franco, so he's like, yo. You need to see this. So he pulls up clips from the room, and we watched it both together. Raw reaction. I'm like, how? How can (laughs) something be this bad? Uh This is just incomprehensible, but hilarious at the same time. Like, I think the scene that got me isn't even one of the famous ones. It's one where, like, Mark is on the roof, and there's some, like, philosopher guy, Steve, who just comes in. He's like, oh, this is the meaning of life, and you should be like this with other people. And he's just, he comes in at the second half of the movie without much context at all. And Mark's about to push him off of a roof. And then he stops for, like, no apparent reason and then just says, I'm sorry. <laughs> he just says he's sorry. Like, I lost control. I'm, I'm sorry. But he didn't do anything. He was about to push Steve okay, off a roof. To, yeah. I mean, haven't done it yet. <laughs> There's an attempt. <laughs> Apologizing for you what might apologize be. if you almost pushed someone off a roof? I wouldn't. <laughs> If they didn't know. If they didn't know, yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, well. <laughs> I'm just standing really close to you, man. I can smell your cologne. <laughs> oh, no, Steve definitely knew. Oh, okay, okay, never no, mind. Sorry. In that case, I would have apologized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if he, like, was making direct eye contact and just... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, man. I don't know what came over me. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you, like you said, there's nothing else that you can say about the room that hasn't been said before. Even maybe just the one thing I'd want to mention to kind of capsulate it is yeah. that... There are weird moments where you just have the one and done, like Chris R. We've mm-hmm. got the breast cancer thing, and then the weird motifs, like they all toss 
footballs at each other. Yeah, because no Tommy f- likes football. Tommy likes football. This isn't a football movie. <laughs> no. I mean, no, he likes football. Catch, bro. You yeah. just gotta play catch sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you gotta. In tuxedos in the middle of an alley. Yeah, yeah man. man. <laughs> like, whenever you got the chance, just throw this pigskin or whatever. I wish exactly. I had the chance to do that. You can. You just got to make the chance. Do yeah. you have a football with you? Just no. always <laughs> carry around a football. Yeah. And then every now and then just look at someone and be like, yo. And then throw it at him. <laughs> we have a tennis ball in our dorm, and that just ends up in multiple places without us even knowing. So, Oh, I mean, we have something similar in our, in, in our dorm. We have, like, a little bouncy ball with a snowman yeah. face on it. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It goes everywhere. <laughs> What's that one movie with the volleyball? Oh, oh your phone. What's that one movie with the volleyball <laughs> with the face on it? Uh, oh, Castaway. Castaway. That's what, that's what your bouncy ball His is. His name right. is Wilson. Thank His you. His name is Wilson. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Uh, speaking of uh, directors, you kind of mentioned how Tommy Wiseau self-inserted <clears throat> him in a bunch of stuff. I want to talk about Neil Breen movies. Oh, yes. I want to yes. talk about oh, yes. Neil Breen movies. Because this man puts oh, himself it. in all of his movies. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I want to talk about Neil Breen so bad. Uh, you, you guys started off. Where he has going? made oh, my God. five feature-length films, as he loves to say. He, and he loves to say. Loves. Brent, how long was the five-film retrospective they made? Okay, so he made a 10-hour, five-film retrospective, breaking down his entire process of filmmaking. And I think the process of making each individual movie... I have not watched it. I don't think I'm going to. I mean, then I'm, what I are would. you doing with your life? I'd Get out of here and watch it. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm kidding. Go right you now. You call yourself bad movie club <laughs> presidents. And I think a lot of what he says there, I saw like somebody comment on it. It's like, this is basic film school. This is the basic level of film school that he's discussing here. And he doesn't even use the editorial techniques he's talking about in the five film retrospective. No. It's like a super cut of just a bunch of advice slapped together and the advice is sometimes wrong so what he'll do like i know one specific thing is like he'll get up there and be like i've done this four times and he'll like do this but it's wrong so he has to go back and dub it over later so it just sounds like i've done this five times (laughs) and you can see it on his face and it's like oh my god neil just redo the line Oh That's funny. Oh man. Um, so the one I dove into, I dove into Faithful Findings after mm-hmm. both of you recommended it. Um, it's so good. It My is, favorite. You actually watched it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. I <laughs> did it because it. I didn't want to pay thirteen dollars for this. Yeah. I saw the trailer. It's oh. great. Uh, there is also a twenty-minute like sort of highlights on oh, YouTube okay. for it, and with the room as well. There's like a forty-minute one for people who want to watch these movies without paying for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But like, and those get all you need. But the Faithful Findings is <coughs> just, I can't, what got me, I was kind of half into it, but then it's the, he, why did you commit suicide? <laughs> why? <laughs> why yes. did you commit suicide? I don't understand. I and can't I, help you out of this one, Jim. <laughs> After all we've been through, <laughs> goodbye, my friend. <laughs> so, so just some baseline, like laying some groundwork. Everything that Neil Breen says is stilted. Sounds very wooden. Um, everything that Neil Breen touches sounds stilted. So all of the <laughs> actors in the movie, they kind of follow suit with what Neil Breen's saying. Right, because I, he's a director, right? Yeah, I suspect yeah. that's because he like wrote everything and he's directing. So if somebody says a line well, he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, you what are you doing, you yeah. idiot? <laughs> you're showing too much emotion. you got to tone it back a bit. So everyone's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I need to know. If and then, like... If it's only right. your audience can see what you just did. <laughs> yes, I did a blank stare off into the distance. You thousand could be stare. in any of his movies. You know that, right? I think <laughs> anybody could be in any of Neil Green's <laughs> yeah. movies. I um, think you can replace Neil Green. Neil Green? Yeah. Neil yeah. Green. Oh, Green. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. That's I think okay. you can replace him. I could. Uh, Neil Blue. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh and um, I, I really love Neil Breen. He has a lot of just like, he really loves to emphasize his uh, five films, feature films. Mm-hmm. There are also lots of other movie directors out there who, you know, as we've discussed, a little bit crazy. Uh-huh. So I have a game for you all. Oh, oh, really? Um, this game is called Bad Movie Twitter. Um, <laughs> movie directors can be weird dudes, weird movie directors. Now that's a whole different breed. So I'm going to give you a few quotes, some tweets, some kind of made up, but not really. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, and some just regular quotes. Okay. So, first off, we have 
A great holiday gift. Get me my retro. Oh, and then you're just guessing which okay, movie, okay. Di- movie it is, director, it could be whatever. Brent may be better at this than me. Okay. I don't know a lot about directors. A great holiday gift! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Get my retrospective of my five indie feature films. It's five and a half hours long, covering all subjects, space, comma, film clips, space, comma, behind the scenes, etc., etc. See a nine-minute preview and order it at, and then this person's website. So, wait, it has to be Neil Breen. I'm going to take a gander and go with Neil Breen. Uh huh. Um, yes, this is Neil Breen. So, can you please tell me he spelled out the words exclamation mark? No. Oh, that would have been so funny. That would have been funny. He put four exclamation okay. marks there. Okay. Okay. Very a, excited. It's a, it's a Twitter <laughs> post. If he did all that, he wouldn't have the characters. That True. Tweet. Fair. All right. Um, next one, we have uh. The nipples are an iconic part of the character, and I don't want to hear otherwise. Joel Schumacher. Yes, sir. <laughs> this one was made up, but the nipples were an intentional choice from Jules. Joe. Patience, you good? How did I know who that was as soon as I heard nipples? Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. thing about Ju- Joel Schumacher is that. Um, so, before he was a director for Batman and Robin, I don't know if you guys knew this, he was a costume designer. Oh, um, no. wait. So, look at those Batman he costumes, right? That was on purpose by the, like, all the decisions that you see on the Batman costume, clearly Joel Shoemaker's oh. direct choices. Oh or my gosh. his people under him, but very much Joel Shoemaker. Oh my gosh. If you watch his other movies, they're very fashion forward clothes. Some. Actually, not too bad. Hmm. Most. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's Joel Shoemaker. We also have uh, our next quote. Uh, this one's a Twitter post. Happy birthday to you. Go boogie woogie and have fun. Derek yeah. Savage. Derek Savage. Derek, Derek Savage. Savage. Oh. Derek, Derek Savage. Savage. Hands down. If this was Family Feud and you were at the buzzer, Oh, instant. man. Instant. It's it's it just going through that Twitter in specific. It was great, and then in the in the bio it says like, "Hey, yeah, this it's it's not uh, Derek's, but it's the movies, the Cool Cat Saves the Kids or whatever." Mm-hmm. But like in the bio it mentions Derek also tweets here, so I'm like interesting, and I'm going through, and all the tweets seem like they're being sent by the same person. Right. So part of me thinks that jo- that Derek actually just like. In the bio, put Derek sometimes tweets here to kind of remove himself a little bit from the Twitter, but in reality, it's him. My belief, it's him making all those tweets. That is almost assuredly on the spot, 100%. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I want to hear. All right, next one, holiday gift order. My five indie feature film <laughs> retrospective. <laughs> Glad to see it's getting very good reviews and being used in film schools. It's five and a half hours long. See a nine-minute preview and order it at this person's website. I'm going to take a wild guess here and go with Neil Breen. Are, Are you, you sure? Know? No way. Uh, you see, I, I it's just um, I'm just a guess. I mean, I don't really know anybody else who did a <laughs> five-hour, five-film retrospective. Uh, quote unquote five hour with a film school <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh gosh yes sir and then our last one and my personal favorite you can get my as producer director writer theatrical indie feature films uh film and film on amazon amazon itunes youtube google play voodoo you can see the status of getting all my five films at <laughs> website thank you for indie film support oh man I don't want to sound like a, a broken, broken record, <laughs> but I'm going to take a wild gander uh-huh. here and go with Neil Breen. Really? Now, is that your final answer? No. Okay. Oh, do you think it's Tommy? Uh, it could, no. Tommy would open up with something like today's words. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. My underwear? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We didn't even talk about Tommy Wiesel's Talk Instagram. about it now. The game's over. Go for okay. it. <laughs> oh, my God. So Tommy Wiesel has the, – the only reason I keep Instagram is Tommy Wiesel. His profile is amazing because he'll post like a random fan art, and sometimes it's if you've seen Full Metal Alchemist to get into anime. Oh, um, he posts like the a joke of him in the most tragic scene in that anime. Today's words: happiness, forgiveness, love you all, Tommy Wiseau. And he'll just <laughs> post some meme of him, and then have today's words, and all the comments have nothing to do with today's words. They're all about like the same five room jokes, and then because it's Tommy Wiseau. It's Tommy Wiseau. He always says that Big Shark, his Big Shark movie is coming. Um, we got a trailer in 2019. Uh-huh. That's it. Okay. We're still waiting for Big Shark. Takes a while, Brent. Takes, it does. 
Um, you know how long? You know how temperamental sharks are, especially when they're big. Yeah, very. <laughs> it's it's hard to find good talent nowadays. All right, you got, you got if any if anybody will understand it, it'll be you two. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that comment got me. I saw Joey fall over. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. That one just threw me off. You're good. <laughs> All right. So, Pickup, do you, let's go for a little quick round with uh, the honorable mentions of bad movies. So, Okay. I'll, I'll start with Ratatouille. Oh. Um, Brent says Ratatouille. That's what I thought it that's how it looks like to me, ratatouille. I think it's ratatouille. Toing. Toing. Yes, because ah. the because the rat. This is a movie about rats. Um, it was released because of Ratatouille, yeah. the very really? famous Pixar film. Released three days before, so they could try to cash in because they probably saw the serious? trailer. Yeah, because the release date for ratatouille is like June twenty sixth, <laughs> and for ratatouille, it's June 29th. Wow! Or oh some, gosh. it's some like dude a three was probably difference. thinking he got in on some early <laughs> Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah. He's he was, like, he oh, saw wow, a trailer. I'm so excited! I got the oh, early God. access to Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> well, because that's what they do. They take big budget movies and they're like, okay, we're trying to fool like old people who went to the store because their little grandson is like, I want to see the movie with the cars. So they see the <laughs> the little cars and the big race, and they're like, oh, that must be the movie they're oh, talking I about. Yeah, um, you when do. I, when I was younger, um, uh, in middle school, everybody kept telling me to watch uh, Elf, the mm-hmm. Christmas movie, um, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I do. So I walked up to my mom and I'm like, hey, mom, for Christmas, let's get the family together, let's watch this movie everyone's recommending. So she's like, sure. She goes out and brings in uh, some movie titled like Elf. However, uh, the Elf in this movie is not Will Ferrell, this charismatic childlike figure. But rather, um, you remember, uh, what's the 90s sitcom weird alien thing? Alf. <laughs> Think Alf, but as an elf. That was the character, like the main character focus for this movie. It was very weird. Huh. He was, it was very weird, and he was very much just kind of like subtly rude to everybody. And everyone's like, oh, elf. And that was the whole movie. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Uh, Ratatouille is very similar. Um, <laughs> the the main character's name is Marcel Toing, and he runs the restaurant Ratatouille. Um, for the first 10 minutes, 40-minute movie, by the way. Okay. For the first 10 minutes, it's just shots of people in the restaurant saying, this food is really good. 10 minutes. One-fourth of the movie's <laughs> runtime. And then... You gotta know that his cooking you, is superb, <laughs> bro. Is it, like, different descriptions of different meals? Or Not is really. Or just... No, people just say, yeah, this food's really good. <laughs> no, it's good, man. For 10 minutes. And then um, the food itself, it's like, because it's for rats, you know, it's like, oh, do you want some, like, chocolate ice cream with, like, sponge cake I found in the trash or whatever? And everyone's, like, eating that. Eat, they're eating that up, right? And then it, their big reveal, they steal their food from a human restaurant, Right kind of like Ratatouille if you like squint and you're like 20 feet back (laughs) so they go to try to steal food they get one strawberry and they're like I guess this is good enough for the next week because they do it every week right Mm. and then the humans oh god I can't even remember the plot because it's so stupid there's the rival group there's the rival rats the other restaurant I forgot to mention the rival rats who are trying to take down Marcel Toing's Ratatouille restaurant they fail and they get sent off to a government testing facility. Oh my god! <laughs> well, uh, my theory—I think I saw this. <laughs> Jared's face, dude. <laughs> He's utterly shocked. Hold on, you're telling me these are anthropomorphic rats, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthropomorphic rats. Yes. The enemy rat, like the other rival the anti- rats, the rival rats that are anthropomorphic, mm-hmm. call the government. No. They get sent to the government. Oh! Because of the cat. Paolo. Because of the cat. <laughs> because of the cat. And it's a cat that looks like a bad render of a cuphead boss. Yes, I, I really, really, that. really wish... Of course! Wish the cat! That Is the cat anthropomorphic? Yes, kind of. I... I w- I want to show you a picture, but I know that our viewers are not going to see this picture unless you, I don't like, care about the viewers right now. Right, right. I want to see this cat. <laughs> All right, I'm looking up the cat from Ratatouille. Hello, Ratatouille. Yes, yes, yes. 
He's a cat that looks oh mysteriously my. like a pug. <laughs> yeah. So I what imagine the hell that you is just this? <laughs> Patience. What the hell is this? Describe it to us, Jared. I don't know why you're asking me. <laughs> Describe it to us, Jared. I don't. Oh, you gotta get yeah, the one so where he's wanking at the camera. Me of oh my gosh. Do when he's like Cat. transforming in the live action. <laughs> 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 yes, that's exactly what it is. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I know if you guys saw it. I showed the picture to Pat, and he went. What is this? He looks like um, as if somebody had like Wait, the headphone bend, but you just just the other way around. <laughs> So this is the rat, oh, or the, sorry, this is the cat that catches the enemy rats, sends them to the government testing facility. I believe that this is where we get the movie The Secret of Nim. So the government doesn't do anything about this weird-ass, scrappy-doo-looking <laughs> cat. No, that's a cat. That's a regular cat. This is a regular cat in yeah. this world? It's yes. just very ugly. Excuse me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's move on. Okay. I can't. Brent, do you have an honorable mention? <laughs> if we have time. An honorable time. mention. Well, uh. I was asked to list three movies before I came here, yeah. and so I did. If we're talking about cats, I need to go into a deeper dive <laughs> about the greatest <laughs> bad cat movie ever made, <laughs> Cool Cat Saves the Kids. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, it is directed by Derek Savage, who wrote a children's book series called Cool Cat Saves the Kids. Mm-hmm. It's actually like three 20-minute shorts combined together, <laughs> and the actual film is completely irredeemable. Mm-hmm. Just to emphasize, because this is one of those, remember when you were like in kindergarten and they had those like really bad May movies like Don't Get Into Strangers Cards? Right. Or, it's one of those. One scene, they're trying to teach, hey, you know, look both ways when you cross the street. Uh, Butch the Bully, who is our most sympathetic character and our antagonist of the movie, and I could go on for like 20 minutes about I wouldn't him. call him sympathetic. I think Butch the Bully is the most sympathetic character in that movie. I he genuinely is, feel for Butch the Bully. He explicitly says he's a bad boy, and he... Yes, he but, tries to bring a gun but to everyone school. loves Cool Cat, and Cool Cat loves everybody, but Cool Cat explicitly hates Butch the Bully. So imagine okay. having someone everyone loves, and they explicitly just hate you. Yeah, okay, I can see why that would be kind of upsetting. You're cool, you're cool, yeah. you're cool, F you, you're cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would be upset if I were Butch the Bully. Maybe that's why he is a bully. Mm-hmm. Because of <laughs> Cool Cat. Because of Cool Cat. Because Cool Cat makes him into the bully by not accepting it. <laughs> you want to know something? Hmm. Cool Cat Saves the Kids is rated higher than The Room. Rated higher. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to take some serious umption at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's rated 4.0, whereas The Room was rated 3.6. How, how did that get 4.0? How, how did, did Cool it, Cat get 4.0? How did it breach 2.0? Out of 10? Out of 10. Okay, <laughs> if you said out of 5, <laughs> I would have lost my mind. Is it because of the powerful moral lessons for children? It's probably because... Uh, sorry, this is a bit of a spoiler. Oh, cool oh no! no. Cool Cat Spoilers! Goes, cool Cat is in the Hollywood Parade. That's right, and he points out all the cars from like franchises from the seventies that kids have no idea what they are. So this is the car from Smokey and the Bear. <laughs> have you have you guys heard of the term shooting the rodeo? No. Okay, so this is like uh, in like the bad movie lexicon. If a bad movie maker is running out of time to shoot their film or whatever, and they're running out of material, they're like, I, "We need to get up to ninety minutes, and we only have 80. Hey, there's a carnival in town. I can just go there and pretend that that's part of the movie, and it's been part of the movie the entire time. And the first time that um, it was really noticed was when it was a rodeo, right? So I don't remember which movie it was, but they just went to the rodeo and shot footage of the rodeo and put it in the moody. The movie, sorry, not the moody. (laughs) (laughs) They put it in the movie. So what I believe is that Derek Savage noticed that the Hollywood parade was coming, not coming to town because it was in Hollywood. He was just like, oh, it's happening soon. I'm going to go to Hollywood dress up as cool cat and then just be part of the parade and that might be where they got Eric Estrada Eric Estrada and Vivica Fox are in this movie by the way and just to emphasize their filmographies Eric Estrada was I think in Chips and Eric Estrada was in Chips Vivica Fox was in Kill Bill the first like 10 minutes of Kill the Bill the first 10 minutes of Kill Bill but she was she was good in those 10 minutes I'm gonna give her props oh, is, she that, did, is that the mom? yeah she's yeah, the, the mom, mom. Yo, the one who pulls yeah. the gun out of the cereal box mm-hmm. she's in this movie um she and Eric Estrada are in this movie, and they call clear attention to the fact that Vivica A. Fox and Eric Estrada are in this movie just sitting in the some random patio and having lemonade, and somehow they're friends with Cool Cat. 
We don't know how, <laughs> but somehow they're Because they with met him. at the Hollywood Parade. Oh, no, wait. I think they met Daddy Derek, who's Derek Savage's <laughs> name in this movie. He plays oh. himself. And he calls himself it on Daddy, the Twitter Daddy all the Derek. time. Daddy Derek. Daddy yeah. Derek. Oh, he calls himself Daddy Derek. His Instagram tag is Daddy Derek. And he's canonically married to an anthropomorphic cat. Which is just the cool cat suit with, like, a dress and, like, big lips on Big it. lips. And maybe mm-hmm. slightly extended eyelashes, but I'll have to see the two suits again to be sure. So, so you're telling me that yes. cool cat is in the same cinematic universe as Kill Bill? <laughs> I think so, yeah. It's like pre-Kill... This is what Vivica Fox was doing before she became a mother it's in a Kill Bill. It's a prequel yeah. Kill Bill? <laughs> yeah. See, cool cat eventually grows up to be Bill. <laughs> no, I'd say uh, Derek Savage. Daddy Derek. Daddy Derek is Bill. <laughs> wow. I'm so uh, glad we brought it up. Okay. So. I, I kind of want to give an honorable mention. As go well. ahead. That's um, why I'm looking at you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if, if you guys heard of this movie. Um, Mario. The ori- the <laughs> one from the 1990s. <laughs> yes. Because no, there is one coming out soon. With there is one coming strat. out soon. Uh, uh, I hope it's not going to be anything like the one that's already So out. I am a <laughs> games player, a Mario enjoyer, yeah. if you will. Yeah. I know about the Super Mario Bros. movie from, I think, 1994? 1993. 1993, okay. 1993. Um, I know a lot about it because I used to research Mario when I was really, really young because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my favorite video game character. Oh, you've seen all of the bad Mario stuff then. So I've seen a lot of bad Mario stuff. Do you um, remember the Super Mario Bros. Super Show? Yes. Oh, do the Mario swing Swing your arms from side to side. side. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) there was that. That one had Captain Lou in it. And I forget who played Luigi. But um, it's some Asian dude. They were excellent. Uh, John. Oh, man, I can't say this name. Oh, um, you're talking about the movie John Leguizamo. Yeah. Who played Tybalt in Kenneth, not Kenneth Branagh's, um, just Romeo plus Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow. Good for you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. That was amazing. That was Baz Trivia. Lerman. Baz Luhrmann, not Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh is from Hamlet, not from uh-huh. Juliet. But, um, yes, Mario and Luigi in the Super Mario Bros. movie. They go to Brooklyn, I want to say. Mm. I think so. so not general New detail. York. I yeah, think, yeah, I city. think they're just in New York. Um, Bowser is... <laughs> He's not Bowser. He's not Bowser. He's mm. just a guy. He mm-hmm. reminds... It, in my mind, he reminds me a little bit of Max Headroom. <laughs> uh, if anyone's gonna get that reference, but um, he turns himself into a lizard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he tries to. Oh, it's Dino Hatton. Di- Dino, Dino Hatton. Hatton. I don't remember this. It that's is. Yes, yes. That's what. That's <laughs> Brent, what, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. You know. That's I what just, Bowser is in control of. I didn't know there was Dino Hatton. Yeah. I knew about mm-hmm. the big clunky metal boots. Oh yes, the Thwomp Snoppers. Uh, but I, stoppers, of course. <laughs> I did Given know. to Luigi, I think, by Big Bertha. Yes. yes. Oh, man, that's why they jump high. Yeah. Because they can't They can't have an actual reason for them jumping high no, except th- spring shoes. Yeah, they can't just jump high. <laughs> why would they do that? Mm-hmm. They have spring shoes given yep. them by Big Bertha, who's God. named after a fish in Super Mario Brothers 3. Ah, hmm? good trivia. Thank you. Nice. I, um, yeah. I love just... Mario in specific in this movie because he's just the the Italian New Yorker. And yeah, that's his whole character. Yeah, yep. He, <laughs> yeah. Joe's Italian. Joe's, Joe's, Italian. Joe's doing yeah. the arm motions. He's yeah. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing. You you know everybody knows Charles Martinet, right? Mm-hmm. You know how he voices Mario, right? And okay, he said in an interview when he was uh, auditioning for uh, Mario. The, the the people told him, okay, you're an Italian plumber from New York. Go. So he, so he only had a few seconds to think of a name. and he But he thought, oh, this is a kid's game, right? So this is for kids. So I, I don't want to do a burly, uh, come on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pepperoni, you know? Right. So, so therefore he goes with what Mario sounds like now. Mm. This is the complete opposite of what Mario is <laughs> supposed to be. Yes. And for some reason, how are there twins? How is this? How is this Mario and Luigi supposed to be twins when they don't look alike? No. Nope. And one is clearly just plain older. How are they <laughs> brothers? <laughs> Please tell me. I think they said in the movie that they were adopted or whatever, but they're adopted. Uh, adopted That's, twins. Well, they're yeah, adopted that. in the video games too. I think. Uh, well, Pretty sure. I don't know. 
It's it, the stork brings them to the Yoshi's stork, island. Yeah, the stork brings them to I oh, think a mushroom house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how the plot of Yoshi's Island happens. Yep. Because they don't because <laughs> the storks <laughs> mess up. Yeah, because uh Kamek, the magic yep. Oopa. Oh god, we're Kamek gonna get wants go. him to have a best friend. We did an episode on Yoshi's yeah, Island. Yeah, we did. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I need to watch that because I'm this is during the pandemic. I'm chronicling the Mario timeline. Oh. I'm trying to figure it out. Good luck. Uh Yoshi's Island is the first game. It is. Kamek blasts the stork out of the sky, Mario Luigi fall down to Yoshi's Island. Well, Yoshi, or sorry, Luigi gets captured, Mario falls down to the Yoshis. Yeah. And, um... Bowser sponsors kidnapping. Bowser sponsors kidnapping. He does. Baby Bowser he's also in this a kid. one. Yeah. Um, do you guys remember the piranha plant scene? Oh, no, I don't. I don't. You don't? Mm. It is disgusting. <laughs> like, you know what a piranha plant looks yeah, like, right? Yeah, yeah, Here, it's just a giant... Freaking! Not it's like a terrible looking Venus flytrap. Um, Does it look like Aubrey too, from Little Shop of Horrors? I don't know, but do you know uh, like the big flood from uh, Halo Three? The Grave Mine. The Grave oh Mine. Kind of looks like that, <laughs> but not cool, oh and no. it's surrounded by like mushrooms and stuff. Do you hmm. do you guys remember like seeing uh, Princess Toadstool or or uh, no the the Mushroom King? Do you remember that? No. No, no it's just a room. I'm oh, sorry. It's <laughs> just a room filled with fungus, like actual fungus, fungus and the fungus talks. So it's to oh, Mario and Luigi. Funky Fungus okay. Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that, I guess those are the toads, the toadstools. I mean, yeah, it's supposed to be, but they're taking it way too literally. Yeah. That's, that's the main problem with video game movies, I think, is that they may try to make it too realistic, mm-hmm. and they really try to put in real-world logic into a video game. Doesn't work. No. no. Oh, that, that's not the Resident Evil approach, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> we know how Resident <laughs> Evil went, right? Resident Evil went the complete hey, opposite direction. Resident Evil like, came out with, what, eight movies? It's oh, true. Uh, there there live lot, action yeah. movies? <laughs> there were a lot. And people kept coming. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. So, including us. Including us. Yes. <laughs> we did an episode of, of Resident Evil, including talking about the movies. It, it was fun. We, we went through a whole marathon, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Mila yeah. Kunis, dude. It, Mila Kunis <laughs> and the, the director. I forget his name. Those two are a pair. Like, oh. uh, I, I want to say they're married, but they might not be. I but think they, they are. They've okay. worked on everything together uh-huh. um and it's just the director is just like i can do this he doesn't do it um and then mila kunis is just there uh <laughs> always has always as some sort of main character or female lead Classic. always because uh-huh. you know director husband you just have to it's mm. easy hollywood for her also peach isn't even in the movie it's oh. daisy but she's like a college or like a high school st- oh student. yeah Right. So, so yeah. makes it a little okay. weird with okay. Luigi. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Yoshi in this movie? Oh, Yoshi's a dinosaur. It's just oh, a no. literal yeah, just, raptor. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Because, I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's Dino, Dino Hatton. That's fair, though. Um, in Super <laughs> Mario World, the original sprite for Yoshi mm-hmm. was like a raptor. Right. And then they changed it because it looked, you know, horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like some Ridley looking thing that Mario's yeah, riding on. Yeah, it was on. some Ridley shit. So what else did you want to bring up about Mario? Um, me specifically, yeah. I just love my memory of first watching the movie because I don't remember <laughs> most. Cherish it. I don't remember most of the movie. I blocked out most of it. But the one thing I do remember <laughs> is I remember being like, I want to see what Bowser looks like. Oh. See what Bowser looks like. I want to see what Bowser looks like. I'm sorry. And when Bowser oh, first no. popped up on the screen, because I was really young. I, I literally, like, jumped. I, I remember, like, actively being like, what? That's Bowser? Like, no, 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 no. Remember his tongue? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, no. my God. No. Nasty, dude. He does not. Don't tell me he has, like, a long tongue. Yeah, he yeah. has a long lizard tongue. I, no. Like, the two-pronged. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. It, that not, movie no. was, like. You guys haven't watched it. I have not watched it. I haven't seen that part, no. Do yourself a favor. The and we, watch it. Yeah, we could screen it for the bad movie. Dude, club. We join to. our Discord. <laughs> 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 nice Dude, it's like it's 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 kind of required reading. I think if, <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah. gamers and you're doing and you're wa- wanting to watch bad movies, I think there's required reading. The yeah. pre- it's prerequisites. It's yeah. it's the best example of if somebody was given a movie and just didn't look at the source material. <laughs> yes, it was just like yes. Oh, they're Italian brothers. All right, they're Italian. Uh, brothers. They got a princess named Daisy in there. Okay, uh, uh, high school student, I guess. <laughs> Bowser the lizard. Why not? Yeah. Yoshi. Uh, 
let's make it a Velociraptor. <laughs> let's wrap it up. Okay. And talk about the Street Fighter live action yes. movie. Let's, yes. <sighs> John Claude Van Damme. What a guy. He's, if, audience, if you have not seen the movie Bloodsport, do yourself a favor. This is not sarcasm. This is, you know, this is serious required reading. Watch the movie Bloodsport. See and notice how good it is. Then come and watch the Street Fighter live action movie. It is not the same movie. Who want, do should I go first? Yes. Um, okay. Just before you start, because I forgot who Jean Claude Van Damme was, I googled <laughs> it and I just want to mention that all of the first image results are all him shirtless. Yep. I hang on. I need yep. To see this. He is like Arnold, but not Arnold. Yeah. He's Arnold, but from another place. The I don't know. Alternate where dimension Arnold. Yes. Yeah. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Right? Oh my lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh my lord! Okay, so there's this this picture, which is him really buff, <laughs> and you can, you can see that. And then the next one is, is, is actual oh. him. Is actual him, and he oh. looks old and tired, yeah. just like Arnold. Oh. It said, "My favorite quote from the movie, from this movie, is from John Claude Van Damme. He says, "Well, I'm going to get on my boat, and I'm gonna kick that son of a bitch Bison's ass so hurt." That the next bison wannabe is gonna feel it. Now, who wants to go home? And who wants to go with me? Dude, this movie, this movie, if you wanna talk about <laughs> directors not looking at the source material, this is one of the best examples. Oh my gosh. Guile, he's an, an army dude, or right. an Air Force dude, right? Right, right, right. Cool. Bison, he's like some dictator of another thing. Cool. Everything else is not what it's supposed to be. We're not even actually doing a tournament. No, we're just having, we're just following Guile and Cammy trying to take down this dictator who wants to take over the world for some reason, just because, and then there's everybody else coming in. Like Chun Li, mm. uh, the actress, I forget her name, but she's awesome. She's a uh, Fennec Shang in Boba Fett. I don't know her name. Okay, but you know what I'm talking <laughs> yes. about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's a great actress. She's an, she's amazing and everything else. But here Chun-Li, E Honda, and I think it's not DJ, but somebody else are news reporters and they're covering like this whole entire battle between Bison and Guile and the US military. Sorry, they're what? They're news huh? reporters. Okay. Chun-Li's a cop. Uh, Chun-Li's yeah. Chun a cop. She's she's part of Interpol. <gasps> Interpol. Interpol originally. She's a news reporter in the movie. Oh, that's great. You know Blanca? Yes. Oh, right? No, Everybody loves oh, Blanca, right? I can talk about Blanca. Go ahead, please. Um, hi, <laughs> Brazilian here. <laughs> oh, look, we have our Brazilian representative in the Street Fighter game. I wonder what it's going to be. He's going to have cool pat. It's a green monster. Yep. It's, green monster. It's yeah. a... It's a green. It's, it's a green monster, a green monster, monster? That, that that can use electricity. Sorry, it, like I love Street Fighter. Uh huh. The game. I, I don't. I haven't watched this movie, so oh, you. Oh, oh, dude. Second. But in the game itself. My heart, man. <laughs> the Brazilian refs is this green monster. We have capoeira. We actually have our own form of martial right. art. Brazilian jiu-jitsu? None of that. We don't want it. We want green monster. We do have electric green monster. Dude. Uh, Blanca here is supposed to be the best friend of Guile, but he got taken, uh, captured by Bison for some reason. Okay. And um, Dalzim, right, the, the monk dude, is a scientist here what? and he's performing some experiment on Blanca before his name is Blanca right and it's just this looming thing this looming thing over the entire movie we don't even get to see Blanca until the end the entire movie is like stuck in this chamber and Dalzim is like beep boop bop with, with computers and stuff right Dalzim doesn't have any powers here anyway he's just a scientist he doesn't fight he can't stretch he's not or stretchy? no he's not stretchy That's he doesn't do anything why 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 oh, I feel short changed Bro. And and at the end of the movies, you know, Blanca comes out. He's just a dude that's green with orange spiky hair, as if he's Goku. And he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and all he does is roars. There's no electricity. He's just, he's he's like Sabretooth, but bad. Okay. You know, it's terrible. Tell, tell but me how Machinima did better Street Fighter than a whole high production movie. Those, I don't know. Those Machinima shorts? Oh my gosh, they're so good. Mm -hmm. And then you go and watch the actual Street Fighter movie. It's just... It's one of my there. favorite, one of my other favorite lines or favorite moments, scenes in this movie is um, <laughs> Ken, Ryu, Zangief, and um, Balrog 
are like like watching a monitor, right? Because uh, Chun Li and her news team, E right. Honda and DJ, are doing something, right? right? And a big like missile is coming to like strike their sight or whatever. They're all watching in awe. They're seeing this happen, and Zangief goes, "Quick, change the channel." And everybody just looks at him. <laughs> That's how dumb Zangief is in this movie. Dude, this movie is amazing if you want to laugh at it. Oh my it is hilarious. So many funny moments. Have you guys seen it? I, I unfortunately have haven't, but as a Street Fighter player... Are you a Street Fighter player? I'm disturbed by the lack of mm -hmm. uh, Ryu and Ken in the description here, so now I need to watch it so I can be appalled. The main characters of Street Fighter usually is Ryu and Ken, right? They're yeah. like Mario and Luigi. Exactly. For <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're side characters. Oh, okay. Of course, yeah. The main focus is Guile and Bison. And Guile, um, at least when I play Street Fighter... Yeah and from my friends, is mm -hmm. one of the most hated uh, <laughs> first off. So already off to a great start, because Guile, if you guys played Street Fighter 2, is Sonic super, Boom! He's super campy, just crouches in the corner <laughs> and, and shoots Sonic Booms at you Sonic until you Boom. approach him. He has good music, though. So oh, everybody... Yeah, oh, he has sure. great music. Oh, for sure. But everybody hates Guile, because he's just <laughs> the, the campy whatever. Um, so now he's the main character yep. of the movie. I'm even more pissed, because it's just so, so out of touch. But at the same time, yep. it's like hilariously out of touch because of course they're gonna pick one of the most hated <sighs> yeah it's like they did everything so wrong that you'd have no choice but to be like this is dastardly mm -hmm. what they've done diabolical mm -hmm. even. every character from Street Fighter 2 is in here right but represented terribly bro. the worst possible oh but we do get to see a Hadouken Okay, okay, okay you wanna know how it looks like <laughs> do I is, is that, it gonna be like question. a fireball oh. do I now, oh, do me a favor. Shit. Yeah. Do me a favor. Okay. And when I say go, do a Hadouken. Oh, okay. Right? Do the thing. All right, okay, okay. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> <laughs> no way you just did that. What? Just uh, it's just lighting! <laughs> for, for the listeners. It's just lighting! <laughs> flicker blue lights! Uh, for the people on the uh, just listening, I just made the lights flicker. I'm so powerful. <laughs> I'm the most powerful person here. It's terrible! They also they do a sonic boom, too. Guile does a sonic boom. Did they turn does the lights no, on and off for that one, too? There's no, like, energy projectile. No! <laughs> it's just blue lightning! Oh, I figured oh, that they'd, I, they'd do... <laughs> They'd do even worse and just be like, Sonic Boom, and then you just hear like, and then someone falls <laughs> over, right? Oh, but dude. It's a light breeze. It's terrible. It's actual move. <laughs> it's terrible, but it's hilarious. Please watch it. Do I yourself a favor and watch to. it. If and But if you want to watch a good Street Fighter movie, watch the Street Fighter 2 animated movie. Like, real talk. It's amazing. Okay. Phenomenal. Nice. But I think we're wrapping up. So, thank you guys. For joining us, of course, yeah. You know, it, this was awesome. This was fun. Uh, so, just before we uh, do our closing remarks or whatever, tell us, tell us in the audience where to come find you, how to get involved, do all the things that you want to do, all do all the plugs, plug it all okay. in. Uh, Brent, you can go first because I forgot my Instagram. <laughs> right. Well, uh, <laughs> if you want to join the Bad Movie Club, uh, check out our Discord server, mm -hmm. um, which if you're a member of FGCU, we have that on the FGCU Discord server hub page. Cool. I think we're like ninth down if you look by the actual number of people in that server. Uh, don't forget to join us on Eagle Link um, because without that, you're not actually going to be able to join the theater or vote in the polls. Mm. I think we have bi-weekly polls and then the yes. other week is a president's pick. Yes, we have bi-weekly and then every other week I pick the movie that we watch. Uh, so far, I've only done that once because I've only been in office for like three weeks. Wow. But we, we watched Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. Nice! Yeah. Controversial <laughs> choice. <actually>. Controversial <laughs> choice. Very controversial. But, uh, Did people think it was good? People um, thought it was good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Okay, all right. <laughs> Uh, but even if you just want a place to hang out and chat, the server's really active, so it's just a really cool group of people. I would highly recommend it. Yeah, yes. I, I do want to jump on that as well because I lurk in the Discord, <laughs> and it's very much like some of the conversations in there. I'm like, I am so glad that I am listening to these. Not, oh, yes. not involved. Not just involved. Just reading. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> any Instagrams or any other social medias? Yes. So I have an Instagram. You can follow me at Luke Rush Hour. Do call me Blue, but my Instagram is Luke Rush Hour. Uh, I don't post on there, and I almost never check it. Great. So go follow me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Encourage him to. That's Brent? all the time we have for today, oh. guys. Oh, no. Do you have a... 
I do. Mine's, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so Brent sorry. exists. I'm <laughs> privated and I don't post anything. So follow me if you dare. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, you. if you dare. Does the club have an Instagram or anything? Uh, not, not, yet. Yet. not yet. I, I intend to make one eventually. Oh, okay. this is yes. going to be good. Keep a lookout. All right, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to tell us what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to give this uh, podcast, this episode, a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on Twitter at Razzle Dazzle Show. And please do yourself a favor. Go check out the Bad Movie Review Club. They are great people, as you can... Uh, tell from this episode and why you. wouldn't you want to watch bad movies on a Friday night? Saturday night. Saturday night. At 8. At 8. Bye. Wait a minute. Andy There's Busek Troll 2, your... which I think is another really interesting uh, oh, he's bad got movie movies. story. <laughs> because, first of all, <laughs> Troll 2 is not even related to the first Troll movie. The one with the music, right? No. What? There's another troll too. What the hell are you talking about? So look up like this troll too is about it's like an anti-vegetarian movie because I think the producer's wife was terrified of all her friends oh, becoming vegetarian. It's a '90s movie. Yeah, it's about goblins. Has no references to trolls in it at all. Right. Um, oh, the poster, what? the monster in the poster, never in the movie. Kid in the poster, not in the movie. Um, everybody on the cast was just p- locals that the director just happened to cast. Including one guy who was like in a, what was he in? I think he was in like a mental hospital, oh and then they just randomly God. picked him. Yeah, that movie. If you want a crazy movie director, there you go. He referenced that movie daily. Oh, yes, without even knowing it. Fine. Are, are we gonna talk funny. about Troll Two? They also? wanted to know another crazy movie director. They said somebody named Andy Beardzak. I'm like, all right, that sounds cool. But That's then I just remember, oh my God, Troll Two, Troll Two, Troll Two. Oh man. Ask me anything. The I'm more ready. you know. Okay. The more you know. I think everybody, one guy spoke only Italian on that movie.